Welcome to the Mammoth Gamescast for the week of June 8th. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me as always, Filtercord. What up? And not to be outdone, we also have Johnny with us this week. What's going on, man? Yo, yo. I am here and uh, wide awake. Yes, yes, we uh, do this a bit earlier. Like, it, it, I feel like it's gotten earlier and earlier every time we do the live recording. Mm. I think we started at, like, we would do it at, like, 11 or something, and then yeah. it just popped back to 10. I'm gonna try to make it. To uh, I'm gonna try to start at like 4:30 a.m. 4:30 a.m. So we're yeah. hey, welcome to the show, guys. And then it's just silence for like four minutes, and then it's light <laughs> snoring, like when Drake was on the show. Yeah, you hear a uh, Keurig machine in the background, like. <laughs> uh, but um, let's go ahead and jump right into what we've been playing. I've kind of reordered these a little bit. Um, let's start with you, Filter. What have you been playing? Yeah, so um, I've been continuing to uh, pretty much just kind of hunker down to focus through uh, the first Last of Us. Uh, the the first of us. Hmm. The so, first of us. Um, okay. Okay. It's, uh, you know, I'm kind of trying to, like I said before, I think, I don't know if I've been talking about this for two weeks or just one, but uh, I'm just kind of like trying to crank through it, get the story. Um, obviously played the uh, Left Behind DLC as well, uh, just so I could get that good uh, lesbian uh, kissing scene. I re- remember when everybody, when The Last of Us Part 2 like E3 show was going off and people were like mad that they were like, oh this SJW bullshit, they're, they're inserting Ellie being gay and it's like bro, you just didn't even play the first game. Yeah, it's fine. You didn't play the first one. It's okay. Gotta play those DLCs, baby. It's mm-hmm. just like Bioware. The DLC has all the important shit. The core game is like whatever. The DLC builds up everything for the next title, you know? Yeah. So I've been trying to play... Uh, I've been trying to roleplay Joel as also being extremely gay, but it hasn't really worked out. Um, <laughs> he's kind of like... It, it's. I think Joel is like presented really interestingly in this game. Where, like... Um, like, you can see how much The Last of Us inspired uh, Logan. The uh, yeah. best X-Men movie ever made and probably will never be defeated. Because, like, uh, very they... similar... Go ahead. I was going to say, how did they... Uh, like, I, I know I've played that beginning portion a bunch of times, but do, hmm. they never mention, like, any sort of partner for Joel, do they? So, so stuff is definitely implied. So, like, you don't know who... Um, oh, boy. I don't think I remember what Joel's daughter's name was. But, uh, you know, RIP to a real one, you know? Gone too hmm. soon. Another victim of police brutality. <laughs> And, uh, you know, like, Joel really does just kind of, um, he kind of keeps to himself. You know, he's a private guy. He's quiet. Um, he's, he's definitely, like, I, I think he's so afraid of losing people that he tries not to, like, he doesn't let anybody get super close to him. So it's definitely, he like, reference that him and Tess had, like, a, you know, like a romantic past. Right, right. Um... But, you know, Joel's never directly, like, um, you know, talks about, like, dating or, like, you know, having, like, a romantic partner. Like, it, it doesn't really come up like, at I w- all. Yeah, I was looking for who was the, you know, who was the mother of his daughter. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah, I, I, don't th- I don't think it's ever mentioned. Okay. I didn't like, think I think it, it just it just didn't work out, you know, no, no harm, no foul kind of thing. Because it's not like he's, like... 
super mad that like her mom is not there to help when like the initial outbreak starts he doesn't even he doesn't mention it at all he doesn't say like you know she doesn't even say i hope mom's okay or anything so i think that she's just like out of the picture so she might have died maybe yeah that's what i was Um, thinking but you know probably like a fentanyl overdose i would guess um i don't know if that time period really lines up right but you know they live in america so (laughs) it's good odds so it's fine yeah uh but yeah, it's it's, uh, it's really interesting, like, um, just to kind of see, like, I'm already getting to a point where, um, throughout the game, uh, I feel like I'm repeating myself some last week, so I'm sorry for that, but, like, Joel just kind of re- picks up damage, like, very similar to Logan, where at the beginning, he's, like, springy, he's, like, you know, popping from cover to cover, jumping over shit, like, He definitely fine. picks up some damage. He's, like, pole vaulting, <laughs> he's doing backflips through windows and shit. And then, like, I'm already at a point in, I guess, did we agree that it's, like, Pittsburgh or something? Yeah, I think it's Pittsburgh. So I'm, like, I'm trying to get to the bridge right now, pretty much. Um, where, like, I'm, I'm in the final push to make it to the bridge and get out of the town. Uh, I met up with that, like, uh, the other, uh, like, the brothers. Uh, the older mm-hmm. brother and the younger brother, who used to be in a group, but their group got, like, scavenged, <laughs> basically. Um, so, like... You know, you're trying to make a push to get out of the city and escape this, like, sort of, like, raider-controlled uh, area or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just scavengers looking to pick everything clean. Yeah, they just, like, their group gets to live and all other humans that come by are to be looted, you know? Yeah. Um, like, give us everything and we might let you live or something. I, I, I mean, they, that, that's the way I felt about it. Like, there's hey, the you one can join family. us. Uh, that I don't even know how they do that because there's at one point you see a man and a woman running and it's it's when they introduce like the armored car for the first time that you have to like hide from because it can just annihilate you. Yeah. Um. They like roll up and these two, you know, the couple are running and they both get gunned down by the turret and the car kind of pulls up and the two guys jump off the back and they check them and they're like, ah oh, shit, they don't have anything and they just move on. So it's like they there's not even like okay, give us your shit or you die. Like, they just kill you and then see if you even have anything. You know? Like, they don't even care if there's actually something to loot. Like, you are just to be killed. Yeah. So, it's definitely interesting. Like, I, like such a bleak world, you know? For sure, yeah. So, it's it, I'm, like, very <laughs> in it right now. This is probably a horrible time in human history to be playing Last of Us. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, what are you going to do? Dude, imagine calling it. it. Imagine calling your shot like that. Like, this is what's going to happen. And then, like, there's a, like, global pandemic. And then there's, like, you know, these, like, massive anti-police, like, militarization protests. Well, do you remember when Resident Evil 3 dropped? I mean, it definitely Uh, wasn't long ago. But it was the beginning of all this COVID craziness here in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah, it was like the beginning of March, right? Yeah, and, like and just the opening yeah. cutscene from that mm-hmm. game being like everybody getting corralled away and quarantined away and yeah. all of that was just really, really stressful. Life yeah. really does imitate art, it turns out. <clears throat> so, um, looking to the future, I know we talked about doing a, uh, doing a, like spoiler cast for um final fantasy we missed our window by a little bit Mm -hmm. um i think we'll end up doing one for last of us though 
Um, we'll determine who's all going to, you know, of course, be on that. Um, but, uh, Johnny, do you, I mean, I imagine you plan on picking up Last of Us too, right? I'll, I'll play around with <laughs> it some. I'm not as hyped for it as a lot of other people are. Um, mm. I was a big fan of the first one because it did some things that not many video games had done prior. Um, I kind of am not the most stoked on Last of Us 2 happening because I feel like they should have just ended it at 1 because that was such a piece of art at that point. Um, By going into a sequel, to me it almost feels a bit disrespectful of how good the first one was. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it feels like just getting backhanded after doing such a good job and I'm just like oh I mean it can be a good game but it's yeah. never going to live up to the first one I mean it's yeah. it's something too that I think is there's another really big uh, cultural touchstone that we can touch on that did something similar that's happening right now so in uh, you know 2011 or something um, Bong Joon-ho's uh, Snowpiercer comes out which is like amazing take on like class relations in like a survival situation um just overall like really good like artistically it's really sound uh, obviously he would go on to win um best uh best film right it was just the overall like um for um parasite but uh snowpiercer amazing revolutionary awesome movie uh tnt has made a snowpiercer tv show that yeah. is pure shit yeah. So sometimes it's like you just have to let it. Sometimes art is like you know you look at a painting, and you have a feeling, and it's powerful, and you move on. You know, and it doesn't have to be. We don't have to turn this painting into the poster that's in everybody's house, right? Like it can just there can just be a thing that you have a moment with, and then it never happens again. And I think right. that video games are particularly bad at that because they want to so please everybody. They're so expensive to make. I mean, film is also like this, where it's so expensive to make it. There's so much work put in to create it, and so many people working on it, that once you have the idea that, okay, we will definitely make a profit of, you know, 500% on this, you kind of are forced to make it, right? Like, Naughty Dog can't really say, hey, we're not going to make Last of Us 2. They sort of have to, because that, I mean, it solidified Neil Druckmann as the leader of the studio after um, the original founders were gone. It solidified, like, their path of, like, being more serious and not doing, you know, their, they made Crash, right? So it's like, yeah, uh, you know, they're, they're more serious now. Um, you know, it uses the same engine and the same stylings as, like, what they did in Uncharted. So, like, they were sort of forced into it. Because just, like, they were cursed by their own success, right? And, um, yeah, video games are particularly susceptible to that. Uh, yeah, Bioware's I've, a great example. I've come to, like, I was much like you were saying, Johnny, when it was announced. I was like, why do, we don't need that. That's not even, mm-hmm. it's not important. It's done. The story's done. It. I, I thought if they did something different, it would have been nice to have, you know, like, maybe in a different location. Yeah. Or a different, like, you know, different people all together, uh, like different location. Right. Even name the game something different. It doesn't have to be The Last of Us. It can be, you know, the next to the last different. of us. <laughs> the second to the last mm-hmm. of us. Um, the last of uh, us. That's the what last. they should have done here. But, um, but like, I don't know. I've kind of, kind of come to terms. With, I've come, like, I've made my peace with mm. it. Like, there's nothing 
that I can do. It's not gonna, like, not playing this game isn't gonna make it any less, like, re like I'm still gonna hear people go, oh, that was, you mm -hmm. know, that other game came out and it was either awesome or it was not awesome. Um, so, I don't know. I, I've come to, I definitely was in that same, that same boat, but kind of come to, I've made my peace with it and I'm ready to play it. I'm ready to see what it's about. I want to talk about it. Um, and, you know, let people know, like, my opinion and how I think it is. So Yeah, my only fear um, is that they're they're going to try to pull more of those, like, out-of-nowhere twists that we got out of the first one that were really, really good. Um, mm -hmm. And it's going to either be, uh, oh, I saw that coming, of course it would have happened. Or it'll be, like, why'd they do that? That didn't need to, to be a thing. Um, yeah. And I'm just really worried that the first one might influence more into the second one than I need it to. Um, I would really rather, like you said, it kind of just be its own thing. Yeah. I And I, I'm curious because there's... I, I think curiosity is definitely the second biggest thing here. Um, in the first game, in this, you know, the 2012 E3 trailer that we're watching on the live stream, um, the majority of the game, you have a companion following you around. So what's happening? Like, is that mechanic just gone? Is it going to be something that's going to be partial in the second one? You know, I'm curious. Where, like, what, what, what are we doing with that? Um, so, you know, the AI stuff that was so good. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just interested to see where that went. Um, yeah, they have a lot of... They have some really big shoes to fill. I'm, I'm not sure that they can make that happen, but... Um, I'm interested to see the attempt on making that happen, for sure. Yeah. Do you think that you're going to be able to finish this up before uh, the second one comes up? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I can't um, remember exactly how far that Pittsburgh area. Yeah. Was. So if I if I recall, because I've been trying. I mean, I you know I remember playing the game obviously, but I'm trying not to, um, like, you know, I'm trying to let it all hit me as it comes and not be like super planned ahead. I think that kind of matches with what the story was doing mm -hmm. um but uh i believe that after this you go to denver right that sounds um, right and you have like the the like college that you go to and then you move on to one location after that and that's the end mm -hmm. so it's like a, a classic like three-act story with an epilogue basically yeah cool so yeah all right, let's uh, let's go ahead and switch gears, and we'll uh, see exactly what Johnny has been playing. And since he's new, uh, like we don't need a big backstory or anything. But uh, where where the hell did you come from, and how did you get into this? How did we rope you into this? Uh, honestly, I don't know. Um, we've all <laughs> known each other for quite a while. Um, been falling in and out of touch with each other a lot, um, and we just like you two we work together um and that's kind of where everything started but yeah it's uh, i guess spending all that time at work and outside of work back then ranting about video games and going on and on about it kind of just yeah. fell back into us talking about it again so yeah that's a, a lot of what this is i explain it to people a lot um they're like oh yeah you do like this podcast on like weekly video game stuff and uh, it's like, yeah, we've been doing it. We've been doing it for a while now. This is our 
technically unofficial 145th episode. Yeah. Of um, the normal episode. We also of the do, normal like, the interviews yeah. and stuff. You know. Yeah. Um, and they're like, so they, they imagine it's this structured thing, and it is kind of structured. It's loosely structured, but we often get off on tangents, start talking about things that don't really apply. Um, and ultimately, the, the core of this whole thing is just a few friends sitting around talking about video games, mm-hmm. whatever it is, wherever it goes. Like, um, And I, some people don't quite understand it when I bring it to them. I've brought it to a few other people that I would like uh, to you know, join the show for an episode or, t- episode or two just to get their input on you know, big things that I know that they're super into. And they're like, oh, podcasts really aren't my thing. And it's like, that's perfect. Um, but this is more just sitting around talking with your friends about stuff. Right. It, 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 it happens it's kind of like, recorded. Yeah. It, it, it's like when we would play D&D and we would fuck around for two hours before D&D. Oh, That's God. pretty much what it is. Oh, God. <laughs> the flashbacks so, there. Yeah. <laughs> Some good D&D times. And <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Those stories. I still tell those stories to this day. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it's all about Rob the is, failures. Rob is one of those people that I was like, you should come on the show. He's like, yeah, it's not really my thing. And I'm like, okay, cool. But <laughs> it's I know you like to sit and just hang out and talk to people. So, um, But yeah, um, not getting derailed any further. Uh, what have you been playing? What's been um, I've got a massive backlog that I've been trying to slowly tackle through. And uh, the, the last one I've really been able to start up and get into and really enjoy is Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Um, I know it came out a while ago. It's just been sitting on my Xbox installed for literal months at this point. (laughs) But um, I figured I'd give it a shot. I'm not normally big into Star Wars stuff, but I am really, really having fun with it. Um, I love that really reactive action combat, that that very Dark Souls-inspired combat that it has. And once I heard that that was the kind of game they were going with, that's why I wanted it. Um, The fact that it's its own unique story that's not really relying on a lot of other stuff, too. Star Wars Mm -hmm. is a lot to take in for someone that isn't super familiar with it. And I didn't get into it till I was older. So there's still a lot I don't know about all of it. But the game itself is... It's a lot of fun. Um, the, The combat has definitely been taking some getting used to um i've rage quit more than a couple times already Mm -hmm. um but it's something about like the idea of it's it's cool because you do have the force you do have really cool force abilities you have but you also have your lightsaber which is what every every kid growing up wanted a really cool like sword like a lightsaber and to have really cool magic powers like the force so there's something about being surrounded by ridiculous monsters on these random fantasy planets that just come out of nowhere and slowing them down with one hand and then trying to cut them to shreds with your other um, Mm -hmm. before you get eaten alive and then have to do it it, all over again. For me, uh, like, they did a lot of things right with this. I I can't believe, like, in my mind that it came out, like, it ended up being as good as it was. Oh, because yeah. on paper I'm reading it and I'm like, there is no way I this had, doesn't even sound great. Like I knew it was going to be good. I, I knew it was going to be good because of the developer. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as I saw who was attached to it, I was like, "All right, you, you got me. You got me. Yeah. 
because something about every time that I've watched it happen recently where a, a, a developer is really good at one kind of game or is so used to making one kind of game and then shakes it up and tries something new, it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my favorite yeah. games of the past few years have been that exact scenario. So as soon as I saw Respawn was doing this, I was like, they're first-person shooter guys. I'm like, yeah, all right, I mean, that's fine. I love Titanfall. I, I've had a lot of fun with that stuff, so let's give it a shot. And the more I saw, the more I wanted it. And it it just really goes to show that no matter how good at one thing somebody can be, it's always worth trying something new because this game has just killed it so far. I'm only like three or four planets in, so I know I'm nowhere near where I need to be to to really fully enjoy it, but I'm having a blast. Um, I I just got the ability for like wall running, so I have that Mm -hmm. extra like level of platforming happening now. So I, I know that I'm not far from running into a group of enemies, doing a wall run, jumping down and attacking a bunch of things into a combo, doing a cool force attack, and then backdashing out of the way to hide around a corner before I get killed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the game really, like, starts to accelerate toward the end, too. They do a good, like, Metroid-y type of thing where, like, you're going back to planets and reaching new areas. Yeah, um, and that it's, got it's, me, It's too. really smartly made, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, the... Yeah, the thing that really surprised me is how, like, dynamic and fantastic the cast was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. They, like, I, I, I liked every character, um, which was super surprising. Usually it's like, oh, I don't really, you know, give a crap about your mentor character or whatever. Right. Um, completely, completely caught off guard with the cast. And the setting, the setting was really, really good. Um, like, going from these different planets, like... Every time I would get to the get close to the end of a planet, um, or like an area, uh, I, I would get that feeling of like, okay, cool, yeah, I, I'm definitely done with this place. Um, and then I'm like, wait, what? What's going to be next though? And right. it was always something completely different than what I thought it would be. So super fresh. Um, and the game doesn't have. I, I wouldn't say it has replayability or anything like massive. Um, I know later they added New Game Plus, and then um, you could get the like fabled orange lightsaber, which is what I feel like a bunch of people wanted uh, like from the beginning. I didn't play through it at all with the orange lightsaber, so um, that's that's what I'm right anything. now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the best yep. one to have. Like yep. I think I had the yellow one for the longest time because I was like the closest. Um, but. Yeah, the like replayability wasn't a lot, but I still and I double checked. Yeah, I did. I finished this whole game and I got the platinum for it because it was just fun to maneuver. It was fun to control, mm-hmm. um, and the combat was you know the combat was pretty solid as well. Yeah, so, like I was um, super worried like that it would control like garbage or something, but like just something had me nervous about it. But as soon as I saw respawn was attached, I was like, oh, I have no fears because. It's gonna their be controls fun. Are like good. they're they're amazing. Yeah. Like they are yeah. what made like Titanfall two is still one of my all time favorite first person shooters because it just felt so good. And knowing that they have the skill set to be able to do that, I was like, I'm gonna give them a shot with this guy, try it out, and yeah, I haven't been even remotely disappointed by this game yet. It's just been so good. I look forward to sinking more and more time into it. Um, the enemy design, like the creature design stuff like that is all just it's so unique and really cool that every, like you said, every environment just 
feels really awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I just kind of want to walk around and, and see things. The idea of that Metroid-inspired, like, having to backtrack and use a new ability here to do this thing or, or to go back and pick up those random items there. Uh, I do like that it tells you, you know, how many chests or how many, like, things you've opened out of however many are left um, yep. when you're ready to go to a planet, too. Like, to me, that is that is such a beautiful touch that's going to make me so much happier playing this game because normally I'm super, like, compulsive and have to do everything. And I don't want to spend six days on one planet when I can't even find half of the things yet because I need a new power-up. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> cool. So, uh, where are you exactly? Uh, oh. Do you recall? Oh like, man. What so kind of... I can't remember the name of the planet that I'm on right now. It's one of the earlier ones. It's like because it's really like the first chance you get to leave after you find your mission, and you have the choice of going to like the main story focused planet or the other one, which is with okay. like the 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 like like the super red glowing planet that's just yeah. very overwhelmingly and. Um... Or no, Bagano is the one you have to go to, right? Yeah, that's the one you... Uh, like, even at this point, I would highly recommend going there. Yeah, I would avoid that red planet for now. <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying yeah, the, the red, red planet right now, but I'm getting my... The red planet's cool, but it's very brief. I'm yeah, getting my ass handed to me a lot right there. It's really it's, tough. What yeah. uh, what difficulty are you playing? I'm just on standard. Like, I, I always go, like, normal difficulty for everything. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. I know. I've I've heard a lot of people talking about the challenge of it, and I guess I'm just a fucking pro gamer over here because I played on normal and I did not experience any issue. My only issues were like timing, yeah, button presses during like QTEs. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. I was rushing into. I've, I've been I've died a couple times where I'm at right now because I've been rushing into things. Okay, and yeah, I'm there super are certain cautious, there are so certain so. enemies that I'm just not used to what kind of range they're gonna have. So yeah. like they'll come in and start doing like a four swing combo, and I'm like. First of all, only expecting like maybe two or three hits before it throws this random haymaker at me and just catches my leg and takes half my health. Um, yeah. And yeah. then I'm the, I'm also not using the force abilities. I keep forgetting that they're there. <laughs> so I did I, you play the, um, Force Unleashed? I, a little. I wanted to play those more, but that was just I was not into that era of gaming at the time. Yeah. And back then, if it said Star Wars, I probably shied away from it because I just didn't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the the red planet I remember going there first and you have su- like if you go there first you kind of have a lot of limited abilities. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember having, you know, those limited abilities and I'm like I maybe I maybe I was playing on the hardest mode. I think I might have been. I don't know, but it, it was that that planet was pretty tough. Um right out of the gate. So, um that that was just you know, my experience with it, but maybe I just suck at Souls games, <laughs> like Soul-style action adventure games. I, honestly, it's the it's the the chicks with the bows and arrows, like the well, sorry, the they're not even real bow and arrow. That's what's so stupid. But it's it's <laughs> them, and they keep getting me, and I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm thinking old school archery of like, oh, I can just sidestep an arrow. That's fine. Oh no, this is like nope. a big red blob of energy coming at me at a weird angle now. So I'm just I and just they're keep homing. Getting, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <and> that's <laughs> literally what does it. I'm like, oh, I can dodge this. It's a bow and arrow. I'm fine. Nope. And I go to dodge, and it's like, nope, never mind. That hit me. Yeah. But it's it's been an absolute blast, and I I cannot wait to to get into it more. I, I think I'm going to play this one a lot. I'm I'm probably gonna I'm at least going to finish the entire thing and might even go through another playthrough. Nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see. I, they, they've already confirmed that they're working on uh, yep. like a continuation. So I'm excited to see where this continues after that, too. 
Awesome. So for me, I haven't really played anything this week. The main thing that I continued playing was just trying to jump through the Destiny 2 um, story. Just trying to get everything. I have a few of the DLCs, so I'm kind of getting, uh, you know, like wrapped up in that as well. Um, nothing too notable to talk about that I didn't really talk about last week. Like, the gameplay feels great. Uh, the stories, of course, like, lacking. It's yep. just not crazy good or anything. Um, but it plays really, like, really well. So, this is definitely one of those games, like, if you have a few other people who are playing it, it can really make this, take this experience from, like, a 5 to, like, an 8. Um, mm-hmm. So... I don't know. I, I do kind of... The story the story missions are... I mean, they're fine. It's just not... Um, the doesn't feel like... It still doesn't feel like what we expected when we were talking about Destiny 1. Getting mm-hmm. Destiny 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think that letdown's there a lot. So, uh, probably something I'm going to continue just playing. Uh, getting through all the, the story pieces and collecting things. Like I said, the gameplay is really, really fun. Like, the guns, the, like, randomization of guns, trying to collect different, like, armor sets and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's good. It feels, uh, you know, it, it's exactly what you think it is if you haven't played it yet or if you, um, like, didn't want to play it like I did for so long. Um, but it's free. Uh, it was free uh, in, like, 26 places. So uh, I, I, I've, I've given in. And, like, I'll, fin- I'll, I'll finish it this time for sure. Oh, what do you play in Destiny Two on? Uh, PS4. Okay. State, oh. I have it everywhere, but I just like I can play it anywhere. I thought about picking it up. Um, I was talking to one of our other, uh, you know, one of our other MGI friends that's been on the show a lot recently, yeah. uh, Goody, about it, and he um, he's like, yeah, pick it up for the Stadia. Get the Stadia two, you know, like two month free thing. It comes with all of the DLCs for Destiny. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um. So, you know, that's something I've thought about, but then I'm like, I still have so much to do here, so maybe I'll just save that for, like, when, when you get I'm to the DLCs. with all of this. Yeah. yeah. And I'm actually ready to finish up some of those other DLCs that I that they didn't give us for free. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, like, um, I don't know if you... Did you, Johnny, did you play all of Destiny 2 already? Uh, no, I played a lot of it. I, I got it right when it first dropped played a bunch early on and then just I, I hit the burnout way faster on it because I did play mm-hmm. a lot of Destiny 1 yeah so yeah I mean if anyone is interested like interested in playing um, like my party's wide open I just kind of jump back and forth in like what I'm doing um, story mode wise I'm, I'm also really interested in collecting a certain like gear set and I'm missing like I think one piece. Uh, what are you so, playing as in it right now? Uh, I have a hunter that I'm playing as normally, but I also have a what is it? A titan um, mm. that I have imported from Destiny One that I haven't done anything with into. So I have this extra character. Like if someone jumps in and they're like, "Hey, you know, let's, uh, you know, like I'm at this level. I just imported my character. I'm like, cool. I have a character ready to go. That's not already done all of this stuff." Nice. Yeah. But cool. Nothing much else to say there. So uh, with that, uh, why don't we just go ahead and jump into the games releasing. 
for sure. So um, not a lot coming out between uh, obviously Tuesday the 9th and the uh, Monday the 15th of next week. Um, so firstly, on Tuesday, we're seeing the release of, uh, I should say, re-release for PS4 of East YS, Memories of Celseta, Cel Celseta. Why can't yeah. people release a pronunciation guide with this shit? Well, I mean, it's it's Exceed, so... I, they I, don't even know how to pronounce it. They don't even know how to pronounce their own name. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, this was originally on Vita. Came out like five, six years ago. Something like that. Um, so this is the first real like console release of it. So I think this is going to be the first time a lot of people are really able to get their hands on this. Which, you know, if you're playing any of these games, you're a fan already. I yeah. don't know if they're really able to capture new people at this point. Yeah, it's it's really hard for them to get new people in. Um, yeah. <laughs> really hard. It's a cool okay. series, but um, this one is a lot more action-based. Um, yeah. I know there was another East that just released on the Switch and some other platforms not long ago, and it plays a lot more like that one. Hmm. The, the settings and just the look reminds me of Dark Cloud. Yeah, the look reminds me a lot know. of... Um, like Star Ocean. So kind of the blobby characters. The East games are really weird, and if you have a chance, try to go back and play like the first two because they're really, really short. Um, mm. But they're also super, super old. Um, I have managed to get them. I have a Vita still. I'm one of those people. Um, R.I.P. But uh, I had a friend recommend the games to me, and he actually bought me a PSN card and was like, here go get the east the east collection and it was like the first two um and they were crazy weird that top down just very zelda-ish kind of game mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. there was no attack button and i thought it was super weird you just <laughs> bump into enemies directly in front of you so it's just like it, it's it was weird i thought it was the dumbest thing ever but after like an hour i was used to it and it was super fun hmm. huh. but they're yeah, they're really the, cool the, stories <clears throat> This is one of those games that I series I've never really got into, and honestly, I don't even personally know like how long they've been around, like how long I've been missing. Like I know we've talked about them since like the show started. Mm -hmm. I feel like pretty regularly, but like it seems like they've been around forever, and I should have heard of them yeah. a lot sooner. They were but, on like the PS2 era for sure. Were they before that? Very, very before. Okay, yeah, yeah. They they squirt one of these bad boys out like every two years, so. Uh, the first yeah. game was like 1987. <laughs> God damn, it's older than I am. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna intentionally skip these from now on. <laughs> oh wow, dude, I thought it was bad to try to go catch up on like Yakuza. <laughs> oh yeah, these games are way tough, back yeah. there, man, and they're yeah. on so many platforms. It is insane. No, thank you. <laughs> not, no, no, not, not for me. It's definitely interesting though. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely it's for somebody for sure. Yeah, I just don't know him. So that's all right. Kinda... So um, the other one coming out Thursday, June eleventh. Um, this is kind of it's sort of in the kind of like a new category, which is kind of like a weird like nature exploration game. Um, yeah. Beyond Blue coming out for PS4, X Boner, and PC. I was trying to look and see like what this game is. What is up with us getting these underwater worlds? Like, I, I think it's just like, um, like uh, marine biologists have gotten computers, so they're starting yeah. to make this shit that I have to play. They're, and they're all they're like, like really cool. They're like beautiful games. Um, 
this reminds me of like Subnautica or mm-hmm. I mean there's a whole like I said there's a whole genre of these now which is kind of weird is but, this um, more of a like I, I wonder if this is more of like a originally it started as like let's kind of map out an area and then they're mm-hmm. like this would be kind of cool to just like have people explore right just like hang out yeah 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 I think that is what it is it's like somebody's making like a simulator or they have technology that simulates underwater ocean areas really well or something and then they're just like you know we could probably make some money on the back end of this bad boy I am really anxious just watching the video for this I will never be able to play it I really hate like underwater environments in games it just scares the absolute shit out of me and that's been something we've been talking about a lot with um, yeah. Maneater yeah and Maneater does back- a really good job of it even back when, uh, you know, when we were in college and I was playing uh, Grand Theft Auto and I, like, dove underwater. I got knocked out of a boat or something and was underwater mm-hmm. at night. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? No. Yeah, it's bad. Get, get out of there. That's bad. Humans are not meant to be in the water anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, I, I, I have too big of a fear of deep water and all that fun stuff. And it's just, yeah. no thanks. Too, too many things down there that I can't see. Don't want to deal with it. Done. No. Well, there. Everything is designed to be able to see you and know what's up. That yeah, that too. That's, that's, <laughs> You're designed not to. That's just a little more than whelming. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't that's like it. Fun. But yeah, yeah I would definitely I mean, hang out with a whale though. This looks. This does look pretty interesting, just because it's you know like it reminds me of something that you would see at like a like a museum or mm. like something that you would see on like a. Um, like being played on a screen at you know some sort of like learning center yeah um so yeah i don't know this is kind of cool a cool yeah it definitely seems thing. like um like sea world presents you know oh yeah, yeah. dude i mean it, it's, it's done by the it's 2020 yeah, it had... we kind of need stuff like this like some people are yeah. afraid to go outside ever again let's at least give them things like this to be able to explore stuff yeah i'm never yeah, going exactly. anywhere I, don't, I haven't left my house in months catch me inside <laughs> All right, and with that, we'll go ahead and move on to uh, some freebies that we have. Um, But first, if you guys get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check all the top news and video game stuff over there. We appreciate all the likes, comments, and shares. Um, And usually, we talk about everything here on this podcast over there first. Uh, But that didn't work out quite this last week uh, as we were doing the, you know, we did a social media blackout and support um and uh so this is yeah kind of an interesting show for us i think i don't think we've had like a show that we like i was saying even before the show i don't think we've had a show that we haven't talked about in a ton of other places first Mm -hmm. uh in forever in since like the beginning of this so that's interesting and same for twitter uh at mammoth games inc so you know we go live and do stuff just like this and Last but not least, our website, mammothgamesinc.com. Let's jump into those freebies. Uh, the um, Epic Game Store continues to just provide. Yeah, and they've got another one coming in uh, four days. So, you know, do the math on when you think that will be, you know, when you're listening to this. But, um, yeah, currently, uh, main one that they're giving away right now, Overcooked. Overcooked. You should so, own this other places. To be yeah, honest. Overcooked's been given out definitely, you know, a couple times here and there. Uh, they're not. They're not shy about throwing that one out there. They just want everybody to play it and have fun. I have missed it, it every other time. I it have. Is. I have it. I've never played it. Yeah, um, I, I, I've played it 
in a party setting at other people's abodes, but right. uh, I, I've never played it myself, like yeah. at home on my own copy. Um, but it is fun. It, it is it is pretty fun to try to coordinate all that, all the things that you have to do with everyone. It usually just ends up with you yelling at people and calling them dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's fun. Um, and the other one here is um, this one's coming out uh, June 11th, right? Where does this one come from? Uh, it, it's hitting Epic on June 11th, and then um, for that first week, it's going to be completely free. And then the following week, nice. it's going to launch on Steam, and it's going to be, you know, charged for it at that point. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a big fan of paying money for things if I don't have to. Right. Uh, sure. But it is going to be the uh, Samurai Showdown Neo Geo Collection, which is okay. a pretty big deal for, like, old-school 2D fighting fans. Um, because it is a ton of content for free. Um, it's uh, six Neo Geo games, all wrapped up into one, um, plus uh, a never-before-seen completed version of Samurai Showdown uh, 5 Perfect, um, and that was supposed to be the last Neo Geo title, but it never actually released. What's kind of interesting about this is that, so Twitch, um, you know, Twitch does their monthly free games as well, even though that's definitely been kind of... Um, I don't know. It's that's become much quieter than they had been previously for some reason. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. kind of mysterious, I guess. But um, they're also giving away a bunch of Neo Geo games. So I wonder if Neo Geo is just like, did it hit like public domain or something? Like, <laughs> why is this happening? I, I, it, it's weird. I, I I think that Samurai Showdown, like the the latest one, had exclusivity um, elsewhere for mm-hmm. a time being. Um, it, it was weird because it seems like it must have had backwards, like just not epic allowance until now. Um, but that's actually why this is dropping is because the the last um, Samurai Showdown that released on consoles and on Steam and everything like last year or earlier mm. this year. I don't know what year it is anymore. Um, right. There, that one is finally coming to Epic, and that's why they're dropping this collection right before that. Um, I just thought it was really cool that Epic is like, uh, it's going to be free for you. Um, I, I love this idea of before it's even out, just know that it's going to be free for a minute. So yeah, you can kind yeah. of plan ahead and uh, set a reminder in your phone versus waiting for it to finally come out and, find, and going, oh, wait, that's free? Crap, I better get that now. Yeah, they're yeah they're super good about like Epic Game Store, about giving out things for free. And more so, uh, yeah, this idea of like, telling you hey this is going to be free and then you know you should get that check that out and then you know when the other releases if you have the want you can pay for the you know other edition that's coming to the epic game store so that's cool um we're set yeah like you said in four days to get another new title that's unannounced how long that's that's probably that one then i would be willing to bet that that one is samurai showdown and that we just kind of got a leak of what it is but you never know i mean epic has definitely done like two games for free at the same time or you know like a bundle and a second game or something yeah no as as far as epic i mean the 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 rumor going around was that arc survival evolved might be one of those free ones for the mega sale um because i i don't remember seeing um I don't remember seeing Overcooked on the list of potential freebies that was on there, and then we got surprised with it. Um, yeah. I still wouldn't be super surprised if Ark did get tossed up there. It still has a huge player base. Um, I've got it on Steam. Sure. I just don't mess with it, but I'll if it drops for free on Epic, I'll probably grab it and at least give it a shot. Yeah, I, I would uh, definitely check out Ark. I had a lot of people like wanting me to play that, and I'm like, 
but I don't want to spend $40 on it. Like, it's just, it's not something that I want to spend, A, a ton of time with, um, just because I know how it works, and then B, uh, you know, $40 seems kind of steep for it. Um, but, yeah, the game, the game's fine. I think the main thing that pulls me away is, like, and it was the same thing that kind of ruined, um, the Conan game as well, that survival game that they had. Um, you know, things progress without you, with or without you. Um, and what got me with Conan is I built a big structure that we were, like, all living in, and I came in one day, and nobody had attacked anything, but it was just completely, like, the building was just disintegrating, and it was destroying anything that that was sitting on the uh, pieces that have just been there for too long. So, I was like, good god. And I know Ark's kind of the same way. If you start to get, like, a collection of dinosaurs, you have to, like, feed them every day. And if you miss a day or anything like that, um, you know, stuff starts to disappear. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not all about that. I'm not a big fan of putting more real-life tasks and chores into my video game. I have exactly. I have enough trouble playing video games. It's like, I, like I have... Like dishes to wash myself. Like I don't need to do dishes in the video. Yeah, just give me like staying at home on a day off simulator where it's a game (laughs) that I have to do the litter boxes and then like take care of my kid and then I sit in front of my in-game game console trying to decide what I want to play until I boot up in-game Netflix and then get distracted (laughs) Uh, because the dishwasher got done. You just watch your character sit on the couch. (sighs) Oh. Shit really do be like that, though. I don't know. We might be onto something here. I, there's definitely a couple people who are like the indecisive gamers that are like, I don't know what to play. They can just play. Oh yeah, that's and it, and it really yeah. it just feeds back into your actual Netflix account. You actually have to yeah. log into all of your own things in it. <laughs> choosing <laughs> yeah. choosing what game to That'd play on Steam Simulator. The worst is going to be creating your character. Jesus. Don't yeah. Don't. God damn it. <laughs> don't boot up Steam. Play this. Will just be the name of it. Yeah. Like, worst case scenario. It'll be an Epic Store Only exclusive. available on the Epic Game Store. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, awesome. So, uh, let's go ahead and move forward right into uh, the weekly news. All the yeah. stuff we have yet to talk about literally anywhere else. And a lot of it is delayed events. So, buckle the fuck <laughs> yes. up. Yes. <laughs> so, um, the majority... Of our stories, other than one, two, three of them, are going to be, like, just kind of evidence that, like, the video game industry doesn't really know what to do as far as, like, when the, when the like, protesting starts. Yeah, I will, like, I'll go ahead and say this now because, I, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone's thinking it. There are definitely things out there more important than video games, and this week has had a lot of that yeah. brought to the front. So I, I mean, I if get my it. Uh, yeah, if my uh, primitivist eco-socialist coalition can get our shit together and load our bows and arrows, we're not even going to have video games next year. So see, that's we can't have that though. Like, I'm getting a call from the FBI. It's it's just really cool to see all these game developers and everybody be like, yeah, guys, it's not that big of a deal. We'll talk about it later focus on it this instead cool i mean it's kind of like it's almost like surprising to see like sony um and we'll see more you know like a, like polish companies like just kind of all being like you know what i don't really know that i want to talk about like my video game in the middle of like you something know, more important 
Yeah, like it's, 130 protesters being killed per day. It's funny because like, and not funny, but like it's ironic. Um, at the beginning yeah. of this year, like we we had COVID, and every company in the world was like, "Yo, we got to find out how to like talk about this leverage because this. Yeah, yeah, we have to leverage this video games, man. People are stuck at home. We got to figure this out." And yeah. now it's like that's not even in the clear. And it's big enough that thousands and thousands and thousands of people are going out in the streets, even though a lot of people should still be at home because it's still... The second spike is going to be brutal. Yeah, it's going to be awful, yes. but like it's one of those where everybody's like, calculated risk, it's worth it, we yeah. have to do this. And all these other companies are getting behind it being like, yo, yeah, good on you guys, we will let you do your thing, we're not even going to try to do our thing right now, Like you keep doing you. Well, I think a lot of that is a lot of the people knowing the culture, uh, you know, within a lot of these studios, a lot of these people are probably out, out in the streets too. Yeah. yeah. yeah I can so think of a couple I, particular I examples of, of uh, people that we know that have definitely been posting a lot of stuff. So Yes. Um, one, one who has been on the show quite often. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's... Uh, you know that's one thing and when I saw we're already looking at the first you know the first example um, the like Sony postponing their uh, June 4th event um, they did not give a date on when they're going to get that going right which I think is very smart because a couple other people were like we're gonna push our shit back one week and it's like I don't think the uh, bare naked ladies one week is gonna be enough you know like I think yes man it sort of all depends. I mean, like, we're going to have to wait and see, obviously, but um, this could be sort of a massive sea change in... Um, depending on what all happens, this could be a really big moment in U.S. history. Um, we've already, like, sure. had a lot of records broken. Yeah. Um, it's the first time the same themed protest has occurred in all 50 U.S. states. Uh, that's a big one. So it's it's already the biggest uh, civil rights movement in history. So it's interesting that it mobilized that way, yeah. almost unspoken. I, it was I, like people are like, "Let's just that needs to happen." Well, it's a perfect yeah. storm too. Um, yeah. We do right. have the With fact the that so many people yeah. still aren't back in work because of COVID. Yeah, a lot of people out of work. Um, yeah. A lot yeah. of people out of work. So we've just all been sitting at home dealing with it. A lot of people that aren't in work are sitting at home seeing these things happen more. It's a lot harder to ignore the things that we've been seeing because of it. Yep. And now we are full-blown just like, there's a revolution, guys. Let's go. And uh, Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, it's it's also, also something to say, too, that like the, the precipice that we're on is not necessarily like, um, you know, tomorrow, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. walks down the street and ev now everybody has rights. Like, the precipice that we're on is uh, do things change very, very mildly or do potentially thousands or hundreds of thousands of people die in, like, a Civil War type scenario? <laughs> like, it could, uh, you know... Potentially not be like a cute fun. Um, we all hold hands and sing a song in the street for three days, and then everything's better. You know, yeah. um, we could be looking at like I I've heard a lot of people like theorizing like balkanization, kind of like what happened in the '90s in uh, you know southeastern uh, Europe. So that would be really bad because that carried a lot of uh, major genocides with it. Um. So yeah, it's probably not a great time to talk about fucking Last of Us 2, right? Well, I mean, I'm excited it, to play it. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for it, but it's like, uh, it's now may not be the time. 
I, for me, I'm like, I mean, what is the, like, how is it going to change really how I feel about the game? Like, I oh, want yeah, something to do all. anyways. You know, I want something to do anyways. If, you know, it doesn't matter if there is something big. Like, I still have to lay down and go to sleep, and I still want to play yeah. something before I do that. I just can't believe that, that uh, Sony was able to trigger the largest protests in history just for stealth marketing for Last of Us 2. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> That's all this is. Um, mm. But the biggest question that I have, we have Sony not doing their June 4th event, not giving us a date for when that event's going to happen. They yeah. did go on record previously and say that the PlayStation 5 is coming out this holiday. Oh, yeah. If there is still protesting and rioting, will that system come out? Hell yeah, they just won't ship it to GameStop. Because that bitch I, is going to get looted instantly. Well, that's I mean, my thing. If, if it's being shipped and, you know, things like that. If, like Yeah, they'll just ship it through Amazon only. By, by mean, then, this it's not... But it's, people can start hitting Amazon trucks. <laughs> you uh, know what I, I mean? I don't know if you guys saw, there was an Amazon warehouse that already got torched. Yep. There it is. Um, you know? But I, I really think by then, we, we won't be in this. It, it seems like enough things are finally happening at this point after a solid week of protests and yeah. riots and just everything in the world going on and and, every, and so many other countries in the world supporting what is happening here now a lot yeah, I mean, of shit. government from like local and up is starting to realize like guys this is kind of a big deal um just yesterday i know like there was i saw videos of these huge huge groups of thousands of people in like philadelphia um yeah. where a lot of cops in Philadelphia yesterday just didn't go in. They were like, mm. I'm tired of, I'm tired first of all, and I'm tired of all this, and I just can't do it right now. And it was a calmer day. It was a much more celebratory day. There was not nearly the level of violence and stuff like that happening. It was like a really unifying day. And I feel like we're starting to see more of those. We're starting to see more of like the good days happening. We're starting to see progress in a lot of big cities where it's been needed across the country. Mm. And I, I have no, I have no doubt this isn't going to slow down anytime soon. It's going to be going for a little bit, but I, I've, we're still going to get our console launches this holiday season. There's going to be no, nothing crazy there. It's just mm. a matter of how people are going to pay for them, um, what companies yeah. are going to get allocated, how many of them. Yeah, this it does feel really weird though. This feels like no other like console launch that I've ever been a part this of. This year yeah. doesn't feel real. <laughs> like, well, for sure. Like but nothing about this up, year feels right. Like even leading up to that, it was like even at the end of last year, we had I mean, it took a really long time throughout 2019 to even start to trickle and get a little bit of details on what these things yeah. are. And we still don't have like all of the you know oh, yeah, all less of the knowledge about either one of these, and yeah. we're well less than I mean what we're less than like we're six, six months, months. Uh, we're less than six months away. It's never been this close. We don't even know what the PS Five looks like. Right. Exactly. We, we know don't what the really controller even looks know like. what the. I mean, we know what the um, well we one of the Xbox Series X looks like, but we don't know what the general line of that console is because there's like multiple versions supposedly, and we don't even know yeah. that. <laughs> you know, so, so it's it's very weird. And that's what prompted my question of, like, will we see, you know, if things are still, uh, you know, if they progress to get even more crazy or if mm. they maintain, you know, the same level of, uh, you know, things that are happening in especially America, um, will we see that launch? Uh, and I assume we will, but yeah. 
I do just find ev- everything about this scenario weird. After being part of it's definitely like weird. every PlayStation launch and that that's ever happened, um, and Xbox as well. Uh, you know, it's just I don't know. It, it just feels a little weird. But we'll, I mean, uh, it's it's know, also we'll kind of setting a tone. Um, gaming's changing a lot. Microsoft doesn't even care what platform you play their games on anymore. Just that you play their I games. Um, I, I think that we're really we're going to be what sees the end of probably consoles as a consoles. whole. Like what yeah. we know, not even not con- I can't say it that way. The but our concept of consoles is ending. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, especially I, with you know we have like you said, Microsoft is like. Hey, the PC is. We consider that to be a weird Xbox. You know, uh, Sony now is like, yeah, put our shit on PC. We don't really consider it a competitor. It's a different market. Yeah, no, um, even even bigger and than it's that, a good dude. Tool. Like, there are TVs that you can just pl- like play your stuff directly on. Sync a controller yeah. to your TV, and there you're yeah. good to go. You're playing your games on it. Yeah. Um, Microsoft. We all remember and, when the world uh, changed the day that Ouya came out. So obviously that was the beginning of this. We sold three. You have to say that. (laughs) We sold three. I remember when they were in. That was fun. That was the only thing that we would just put on the floor. Like we would put the actual like Ouya in box and leave it on the floor unguarded, and nobody tried to steal it. Somehow there was an extra one in the end of the day. Yeah, we we gained one. They they bred and created a new one. Someone dropped one off. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we talked a bit about um, Sony's event. Um, being postponed um, yeah. until God knows when. They're not um, alone. <laughs> they're not definitely not alone. Uh, the next one to uh, you know push their event um, was uh, not in any specific order, but CD Projekt Red with uh, their mm-hmm. um, Cyberpunk um, 2077 event. Uh, oh, thank the God wire. they delayed the it. Wire. <laughs> Night City Wire. Yeah, I'm so glad they did. Because I, I don't think the world needed a big cyberpunk um, presentation <laughs> with what's currently going on. Because yeah, Mark Zuckerberg was like taking notes, ready to log in early, and it's like, nope. That is that is only going to inspire us more. Yeah, they yeah, and they shifted theirs to June twenty fifth, um, which you know that's fine. Definitely, yeah, it, it moves you away from the start of something crazy. Hopefully, things you know, like we've been, like you were saying kind of, um, you know, progress in a positive direction. And, you know, this kind of thing that you, like you said, wouldn't want to be uh, out in the forefront, a big cyberpunk event during, uh, like, all of these protests. We're Um, we're living in, like, the setup to most of these games and movies that we grew up on. So it's kind of, it's justified in pushing them off. I can see why they would do that. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, expect um, the Night City Wire June 25th. Um, we'll definitely be posting some of that on now, our social media. So my question is, you do you remember what the original date was for it? It was the 5th. 5th? 5th. I thought it was the 6th. I thought it was the start of the um, Oh, yeah, Sony uh, was the 5th. Um, Cyberpunk was the 6th. Yeah. Because I, I feel like... Well, the 6th would have been yesterday then. I don't know. I feel like the 5th made sense, though. Um, no, Sony was the 4th. Mm-hmm. Sony was Thursday. So, so I think theirs was Friday, because midnight as it became Saturday is when the Cyberpunk consoles went live. 
I just remembered them saying that they were going to do some stuff at that Gorilla Collective, and I thought it was kind of in conjunction, so I was like, oh, okay, the 6th. It may have been the 5th, though, yeah. It sounds about right, because the consoles went live. They, they kind of ghost-dropped, and I think that they were going to announce, like, at that presentation when you could pre-order those cyberpunk consoles or when you could order them. It's not even pre-order. Um, they mm-hmm. literally dropped at midnight the other night. I was very lucky to be online, and somebody messaged me on Discord and said, hey... They're live on Microsoft's website, so of course I went there and bought one as soon as I could. Um, because <laughs> yeah. if you haven't seen the special edition Cyberpunk Xbox One X, it looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So uh, with that, we'll kind of hop over the next one that we we're going to talk about, and we'll just jump right into Go- Gorilla Collective because I think that those guys were they were connected to cyberpunk somehow uh and they were planning on showing some other cool stuff like uh larry and uh studios has Baldur's gate 3 and a bunch of other stuff um on uh actually today uh as we are recording this live stream uh june 7th uh the gorilla collective uh was postponed uh but they are doing a um uh, a live stream highlighting uh, like black voices in the video game industry starting at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, kind of like yeah. in place of what we would have done starting Guerrilla Collective. And let's go ahead and push Guerrilla Collective back. That's going to be the 13th, 14th, and 15th of June. Uh, so definitely some cool stuff coming out of... Um, you know, news coming out of there. A lot of people looking to share some stuff. Even our friend, uh, you know, our friend, um, you know, Dr. Matthew White has some stuff that's going on over there with uh, the Whitethorn. Uh, it's Whitethorn Games now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. um, it was night. Uh, yeah, it was um, Whitethorn Digital originally. Yeah. Right. Um, so they even have some stuff dropping over there too. So definitely tune into that on uh, the 13th to see all the, you know, at least everything that they're going to talk about and then stay tuned. Um, and the last one, uh, I was completely unaware. <laughs> like, I didn't, with everything that has been talked about, um, EA was definitely not one that I had noticed that had um, postponed an event. Yeah, they were doing, like, EA Play, right? I forgot EA existed for a hot minute. I'm not going to lie. I, I did not know they were even doing an EA Play. And completely on my radar got buried until yeah. I saw it on on our dock here. So good on you for putting that one on there. Always remember. Are we getting to the so, point where people are just, like, announcing delays for events that they didn't really have planned yet? Oh, that's interesting. Like, Stolen Valor. <laughs> Like oh. we were gonna do this thing today, guys, but we're gonna we're gonna put it off a couple weeks. It's like when did you tell us you were gonna do that thing, though? You just just, just yeah. it, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're doing uh, the EA Play for 2020 on June 18th, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So uh, one of the best places I can say to just keep up with all of this news would probably be the Summer Games. Uh, website they have a, a sign up over there that you can do um it's that jeff Keeley thing that's basically like a, a directory for who's putting on what event when um so that thing's been um pretty good i haven't paid attention to it in the past like like week or so um but uh yeah go over there definitely sign up for that just so you can stay in the know and you know chat with us about all this stuff so now that we're pretty much out of the woods with all of the things that have been 
delayed uh, or, um, you know, events that have been postponed. Why don't we talk about some of the things this week that uh, happened and or, uh, you know, will be dropped. Uh, yeah, or will be happening. Um, we'll go ahead and start with uh, the Days of Play, Sony's uh, yearly kind of like E3-ish sale. Yeah, so um, they've got a ton of... Uh, it's kind of like a curated list of stuff that basically Sony's like, you know, here's some, um, you know, PlayStation exclusives, some big, uh, you know, more popular games going on like there's some relatively recent releases in there there's some older releases there's some necessaries to grab you know that kind of thing so um definitely some some really cool stuff on there you can save up to i think i saw 80 percent off of some stuff so yeah definitely a good deal i owned about half of the games in the sale too <laughs> yeah that's that's my problem with these anymore the days of play sales are awesome um, and it's all shit I already have. Yes, yes. For us, it is working yeah. retail for as long as I did was a lot yeah. of telling people, if you're on the fence about that game, it is going to go on sale when Sony does their big thing again. And that was just always it. Uh, and and there are yeah. some amazing deals in there, but I, I feel like the biggest problem is that games wise, it's it's always going to be stuff that people should already have, <laughs> like. PS4 has killed it for first for like exclusives, and that's always what's on sale. Right. Yeah. But one of the other things that you can pick up, it's um, you can pick up the uh, like the PlayStation um, subscription. You can pick yes. it up. Usually, it's like sixty, but you can get it for I think forty one ninety nine. It's thirty percent off right now. Yeah, and PlayStation Now is on sale as well. Um, and I, that's actually um, grown a bit. Yes. I actually really enjoy PlayStation. I, I tried it out back point. when it first came out and was like, this is pretty bad. Um, yeah. I did a trial a couple weeks ago, and it's a lot better. They have Control. Like, Control's on there right now. And that's pretty huge. Like, I, I think a lot of people, you know, kind of like Jedi Fallen Order, might have missed Control. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, yeah, that one is... Uh, a really really fun game yeah control is like control is a huge sleeper that game like it it, it's not that it came out of nowhere it's just that it was overshadowed by a lot of other stuff but it's a phenomenal game i mean it's one of those things where like i just love remedy like i love the remedy style i love the shit they put out it's so weird um sam lake is just like absolutely on one at all times so yeah i liked it a lot so yeah, some definitely definitely some good deals over there. Um, yeah, I guess we'll jump into this one. I skipped over one on purpose as I was going to uh, <laughs> save that one for oh, that's, just that's a little fine. later because that's, that's felt fine. bigger. But um, some interesting news, some good news. Um, Kingdoms uh, Kingdoms of Amalar is getting a uh, god damn it with their names re reckoning uh, re rectuming a complete remaster of um, the kind of cult hit RPG. Mm. Uh, that one is, according to an Xbox Live post, uh, is supposed to be coming August 11th. Um, and that is complete rumor mill. That's just a weird no, posting. No, it has noted. a collector's edition out available too. It's, it's okay. legit happening. Okay. Cool. <laughs> There's a um, really dope collector's edition you can even get for it. It's it's kind shit. of a big deal. Yeah. So I mean that's awesome. Um, 
it's literally everything that you can get with it. The core game with all the bells and whistles, as well as all the DLC. Good news. Yeah. I think th- this has probably been one of the big ones that a lot of people have like. Please, we want something else. We want something new, like in that universe or some sort of remaster. We want to play that game again. Um, so here you go. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I, I played the crap out. It's it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> Five uh, little like um, drop that link card size artworks. Amal or Keychain. I'm looking at it on my phone. Oh, okay. Um, oh, a soundtrack. A eight. Wait a minute. Uh, eight point two inch tall. 7.1 inch wide, 5.6 inch something. They don't describe what that final measurement is. I'm not sure what that means. Depth um, of one of the uh, characters looks good. Um, it, I honestly loved the game back when it... Uh, I, I played it back on 360 a lot. I As yeah. soon as they announced it for backwards compatibility, I bought it again. Um, I was a huge fan of that game because I loved I loved Fable back in the day. Yeah, and it's very Fable. It, it yeah, that every, I would have so many people back when I worked at GameStop that were just looking for like, oh, I love Fable, I love Fable, I, I want more games like that. And I'm like, if Microsoft doesn't give me Fable Four, I'm gonna fucking lose. My I, I don't I don't need it now. I'm gonna have re reckoning, so I'm totally good because Ari Salvatore did the story work and then Todd uh-huh. McFarlane artwork. This game is like the perfect storm of fantasy nerd, and I am yep. all about it. Yeah. The, the company defrauded Rhode Island <laughs> and had possible mob connections. That's cool. Yeah. Everything surrounding this game is insane. Insanely cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I do, I, you know, looking back at that Fable thing, if they, if they announce that there's like a Fable game for next gen that's coming out, you know, within that big early release window uh that'd be a system seller i think game changer like this is this is one of those games where as you're playing through it like in fable you had the karma options of being good being bad making those decisions but they like super influenced how your character looked a lot more than just like a little glow on your character and Mm -hmm. there weren't many games like that that did that um and we just we we need a game like this again um it, it's got a it's got a really cool story. Um, the character customization from the beginning was always fun too. But I still remember so many times making a new character and figuring out how I wanted to play it, and just going through the tutorial section so many times. On like, <laughs> uh, there'd be so many times I'd get bored, and that would be the game I'd take home from work for a weekend just to play. And I always went back to it. That's so, funny because it, it sounds like you're describing my like Dragon Age Origins because I like yeah. before I started yeah. Dragon Age Origins I played all of the uh, origin stories to see which one I wanted to continue with. Yeah, that's what I did with Inquisition too. Um, yeah, I yeah. and I, that's how I that's how I urge people to try Inquisition and try a lot of other games is yeah. just pick a class, don't even customize the crap out of the character, play the tutorial, see which one you like the most out of all the characters, and then make your custom character the perfect one you want, and then run with it. Yeah. So what? But like, my question is like, why now? What? What brought them back to Kingdoms of Amalur? Licensing. Uh, yep. So it, that's purely what it is. Yep. Electronic Arts. Uh, they had the publishing rights to it, um, which prevented um, anyone else from being able to put it out because THQ so Nordic THQ. bought it. Um, yeah. But Electronic Arts still had the publishing rights. Perfect. So um, yeah, I wonder if this is their like. 
THQ, like, like, THQ Nordic is very, very, they had, like, what was it, at the end of last year, we were, like, they have, like, 80 games in yeah. development currently. Um, they just yeah, did a big shuffle is... around, didn't they? Like, didn't they just exchange licenses with a ton, with some other developers over a lot of stuff? Like, it was essentially, it was, it was almost like sitting at a card table and having a bunch of different developers, like, shuffle back and forth and deal each other different games, their different, like, licenses they had to balance the books on stuff. So I, I, I think we're about to see much more like this happen from a lot of other people. Well, I do wonder if this is going to push them into, like, doing something else in the Kingdoms of Ambalor, uh world. You, you know, you, something new. If it happens, the I'm there. <laughs> yeah, exa- yeah, exactly. So I think that's the that's the big question for me is like, you know, what is what does this mean moving forward? We it's going to be awesome to play this game. It's going to be awesome to get new, more people to play this game. Uh, but what does that mean for the person who played this game originally and wants to see, uh, you know, where we're going? So something cool to. Um, I guess just hope for until that announcement happens, uh, if that announcement happens. But I wouldn't put it past DHQ Nordic at all. It, it <laughs> seems like uh, so it, much stuff. There's a lot of potential out there, and I am so excited for it. Yeah, for sure. All right, cool. So uh, I, this one kind of belongs in freebie. It'll be in freebies here in the next for one uh, day. Like, yeah, it'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> for one day, it depends on when. Everyone, I guess it depends everyone on gets when this news early, so they can put that reminder in their calendars. Yeah, yeah. be prepared. So um, obviously, I'm on like the Total War email list because I'm a little bitch. Um, so on the Epic Game Store, when Total War Saga Troy releases, which is uh, the Total War like sagas are like smaller games that are much more focused of typical Total War stuff. So obviously, you've heard me talk about like Total War Three Kingdoms for 600 hours. Uh, mm-hmm. longer than I've actually played it probably and um, you know that is like a you know almost like a century defining like like something that is like integral to Chinese history at this point it's taught like the revolution in the US almost like it is the main part of their history that they go back to um, so obviously like Troy is like a much smaller scale it's just in like the greece aegean persian area and um it's like a much more focused story obviously um but yeah it's going to be uh freely available for the first 24 hours on the epic store which is uh on its release date uh august 13th there it is cool So, so um after that it will be i think it's definitely coming out on steam as well but uh it's releasing initially on uh epic and this is obviously part of an epic deal now, i will uh, say luckily um the total war fan base isn't as big as the grand theft auto fan base because right, for so one day like, the ep- the yeah, yeah yeah the day gta 5 went live on epic for free i'm not sure if you guys tried to get it that day or not you couldn't i did not you, you no. couldn't it was yeah. impossible yeah. to log into epic it was down day. for like it was down for like 19 hours yeah yeah it was like i like before it even went live i was at work trying to like get it on my phone and Mm -hmm. i couldn't get it until the following morning (laughs) not happening yeah i i waited a while but yeah that's insane luckily yeah i don't think that this will crash yeah nothing else has had that i checked every other game at that point everything else was fine it was literally just 
oh guys, we can get GTA Five for free. Let's destroy the servers, and that's how that went. Sure. I don't think it'll happen with this, but I would hope that if something crazy does happen, they push it out a little bit longer and get like a second day out of it or something. Yeah. yeah. So this is, you know, like I said, August. Uh, what did I say? Thirteenth. This will be yeah. my like. This will tide me over for about a month until Crusader Kings Three comes out. Nice. It's a life raft. <laughs> Just trying to survive as long as you can until it yeah. releases. Dragging myself along. Yeah, gotta do what you gotta do. But that's pretty cool. Um, I, I, I know I'm probably gonna check this one out. Um, I haven't played one. I haven't played you know something of this style in quite some time. So yeah. this could be a, a spark for me personally. Cool. Uh, so do you guys remember like 2015 and no. Dead Island 2? Wait, what? I remember Dead Island too. Yeah, it was forever. Yeah, ago. that one came out. Like, oh wait, no, uh -huh. but Dead Island. No, that wasn't it either. That was Riptide. Yeah, but then there was another. Uh, really, but there was that other really. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, um, a five-year-old or a 2015 version of this uh, of Dead Island Two has leaked online, completely playable. Well, I mean. It I completely guess. exists. I don't know it if it's exists. playable. It exists. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't go that far. I, I still um, have trouble thinking the original game was playable, so I'm yeah. just... I'm going to stand back on this one. It wasn't for a while. <laughs> yeah. it's a great point. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I found that interesting. It was just out of nowhere, this game just kind of popped up. And, like, <laughs> like why now? Yeah. So, um... I think somebody's job is just in the clear enough now that they're like, let's put this out there. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm, I'm out on furlough, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, it, obviously really rough. Not anything where, you know, whatever they wanted to release was released. Um, and I mean, for me, I would say just don't even pay attention to this one and just wait for like Dying Light 2. Yeah. Because that game was really fun. Um, and it worked perfect. So, um, um, Speaking of Dying Light, uh, just just keep playing Dying Light 1. There's DL there's new DLC. So like, there's ev so much. Every day there's something new, I think. <laughs> that game was so good. And I feel like that's why Dead Island 2 is never actually going to happen. Because yeah. Dying Light 1 is probably the best zombie game ever made. Yeah. yeah. So good. Um... I don't know. I can't wait for Dying Light 2. I'm interested to see, like... Oh, the gameplay I, I've seen for 2 looks amazing, but... I, I, I loved... Dying Light 1, I think, was um, a game that was tested uh, while we were in college. At mm -hmm. our college. Mm -hmm. um, and that's that's really fun. They, that It was in some of those play settings that they found out, like, hey, people... Their main means of travel is just dropkicking. Just going. Yeah, I was gonna say, Dying Light One had that awesome mod support super early, and yeah. I remember seeing people on rooftops just drop kicking zombies into the sun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it, it was really nice looking, but I don't know. I do like um, I do like the like setting that this looks like it's in. I don't know. I did like Dying Light One. I liked, or not Dying Light One, um, Dead Island One. I liked what they were kind of going for. I liked the resort. I liked mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff leading up to it. I liked playing the game um, up until the point of, you know, like, kind of leaving the resort. It was all good. Yeah. Um, but, 
I don't know. I, I, I do think that they, they have something that the other game doesn't. But at this point, it's like... But the other game could just do that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, something interesting. If you look hard enough, you can definitely find it. Uh, videos are out there as well. So, um, go check that out if that's something you're interested in. <clears throat> definitely interesting. Um, so, yeah, we, as we've kind of talked about developers... Um, just kind of, I think a lot of game companies did what we did and were just like, you know what? I'm just going to try to kind of keep quiet for the week. I'm just going to do our thing in the background. And, uh, you know, we'll be back in the future with our shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, one group uh, was able to kind of organize relatively quickly and get 742 games available in a $5 bundle. That's a good deal in a lot of games. Uh, yeah, what's the? It doesn't even matter what they are. Like half a cent per game or something. Yeah, it doesn't even matter what the games are. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and and to be fair, they're not all games. Some of them are like resource packs and yeah, there's like resource packs like books and and stuff. Mm -hmm. But still, like over seven hundred, like it's 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 stupid. First of all, Um, the amount of stuff that's in there because you'll never remember any of it. but there are some really, really good games that are that are in there that I've wanted to buy on several other platforms that this was really awesome. For sure. Yeah. Um, like, I, I guess some notable ones, they have, like, Tonight We Riot, which is pretty new. Um, Tonight We Johnny Riot. They have... Uh, let me open up my itch, because I added the notable ones. The ones I believe are notable ones to my... That, that's actually something that needs to be said. These are on itch, so... Um, oh, something yeah, yeah. I didn't, all, something I didn't even itch. know existed until yesterday. Yeah. So uh, so they had Oxenfree, Death and Taxes, which is relatively new. We're talking Astrologast- uh, Astrologaster, which is relatively new. Stillness of the Wind, Minute, uh, Night in the Woods, Overland, Wheels of Aurelia. Um, a lot of cool stuff in there. Some of which I already owned. But, uh, um, you forgot the biggest one, though. Cat Lateral Damage is definitely Cat Lateral Damage is in there. Overland is in there. That's one that I yeah, talked Overland, about a few relatively back. newer one. Yeah. yeah, a short hike. Yep. I don't know if you mentioned that one. I played that on something else already, but yeah, yeah there's. I mean, there's just. I mean, there's 742 things. <laughs> yeah, I you think it's just from like 580 different developers or something. Because like Finji obviously has like five games in there. Um, Devolver has like four or five games in there, but it's from a ton of different groups and companies and individual creators. Um, really really cool yeah there's there's a lot of stuff in there that just looks really neat visually a lot of the stuff is very striking and that's probably mm-hmm. what's going to pull me in to try a lot of these out and yeah. um i'm probably going to start following a lot of new developers because of this for sure yeah um and you know the all the proceeds go to uh which one does it go which one are they sending it to let me look here I'm reading through but i know 100 percent of the proceeds go to a uh, like charity. racial justice and equality charity. Um, NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund and Community Bail Fund. So a lot of it's going to be bailing out yeah, protesters. It's, yeah, it's a fifty-fifty like, split. Yeah, nice. they're after if they're out after uh, you know after a curfew or anything, they'll count. Um, if they're you know somebody was accidentally chucking some bricks or something, you know, and it, I, my hand slipped. 
I, I will bricks. point this out. Um, the minimum requirement to get all those games and stuff is five bucks, um, and you yeah. can already guess that's probably what a lot of people have done. Um, they've yeah. had a hundred and fifty-three thousand contributors already, with an average of about eleven dollars. They're are they're at one million seven hundred ninety-three thousand dollars of a two million dollar goal. And the average contribution was eleven dollars and sixty-six yeah, cents. Yeah, like and, and you, cool. you still have like over eight days to get in on this bundle. So there's yeah. a lot of really good stuff in there for it, which I thought was, I mean, it's it's really cool. It's nice to see, like we talked earlier, um, big companies getting behind what's going on and just kind of saying, hey, let we're just going to let things go as they are. The world's got more important stuff going on. Um, this is the other side of that where we have a lot yep. of developers that are also going like, we can do good with this. Um, not right for on. ourselves, as we can see in something like this. Because if, if you look at the individual prices on literally any of the games that are in this, yeah. they, they're all... They're, 90% of the games that are in this that are actually charged are more expensive than the donation you're going to give. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and it's, it's definitely interesting. And Big Dick Jones over here making us all look bad with his $5,000 contribution. Shit, dude. That's awesome. That was me. Yes, <laughs> Uh, but uh, I mean, let's talk about the real, uh, the real champion of all of these titles, the desktop goose. Hell yeah! Important to talk about the desktop goose. Oh man, desktop goose. Oh man. I don't know. This is this. I is wouldn't worth... download that. That's chaotic. <laughs> it's... But I am chaotic good, as we already know. It doesn't. It it just doesn't. Um, ah. It cannot work for someone who streams or has organized files in any sort of manner, and they have to stay in that hierarchy. Like, if you're any sort of a developer for anything, it's like just game. Of course, games come to mind. Like, this is not gonna work for you. You're gonna be opening stuff, and it's just gonna be like file not found, even if it's moved back. That would be a nightmare. Remember when these were like super popular? like the little desktop avatars and it would take like 99% of your processor to run it but it was worth it <laughs> it's always worth it like desktop, I had uh, one that was like a uh, it was like a bionicle that would like walk across my I might install up. desktop goose on my laptop that, Jesus. That, that's a place to have it yeah. and that way I'll be out gonna, in public and forget a, that he's uh, there and just throw my laptop across the entire place <laughs> that's funny I'm gonna create a, a, a raspberry pi computer just to run desktop goose sole purpose of that yeah. all right that's pretty much uh, everything we had for the show um of course there's a ton of other stuff that's been going on uh, to keep up with that follow us again over at facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc uh, and of course this next week we're going to be getting back into our uh, regularly regularly scheduled program of sharing and talking about um all of the fun things that you guys have to look forward to or that are coming out follow us as well at mammoth games inc on twitter and last but not least our website mammothgamesinc.com uh but for mammoth games inc thank you thank all of you guys for hanging out i'm night swarm i'm filter cord i'm johnny riot have a good one guys